Schofield's Flower Social Hour. Hey everyone, Keith Schofield here. As you know, they call me Scope. Welcome to Schofield's Flowers Social Hour. And I'm Chris Fratterigo. People call me Fratty. Scope, what do we got going on today? Well, we've got our good friend, well, family friend to me, growing up in my house, one of my son's closest and dearest friends, and uh, went to his wedding and, uh, you know, just like, you know, just too many good things about uh, Riley Yurek, who uh, we did our podcast about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah, that was a while ago, right? Producer. Yeah. Um, I mean, fantastic. Riley's uh, just gained 20,000 followers on Instagram. And then he has his partner and producer, Donald Phillip. And uh, Donald had been working uh, quite a lot. Donald Phillip. <laughs> what is it? Phil. 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 It's all right. Scope Butcher's last hey, name hey, is hey. left and right. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just now we'll cut. Welcome, guys. You know what? <laughs> First off, Look at this. I'm the fucker in charge. Hey, <laughs> you are the fucker in charge. So if I want to call you know, Phillip or Phillips or Phil, whatever the fuck, it's what you are. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, well, uh, thank you guys for having us on. We appreciate you know, it. You know, it's I'm funny, Riley. Bro. This is Donald. Yeah. I was just going to say, Go you know, I, I, I actually recognized who we had on this time because last time I saw you, Riley, was at a Rams game and you're unrecognizable with the long hair. <laughs> hey that hat, that mop was crazy yeah. i still hey i still have it going but i the sides aren't as crazy uh, when i was at the rams game it was i was like jesus i i, I literally so. didn't recognize you you had to like reintroduce yourself you're like i'm riley uruk i think i've met you before and i was like nah we've never met no we've definitely never met <laughs> yeah well look thanks for having us on guys and if you guys don't know this is lula oh. uh Lula is also becoming Instagram famous right now. Oh, yeah. You can all check right. her out, Lula underscore bear. Um, she's all over TikTok. She's all over Instagram, just going nuts. <laughs> My fans personally, like, they like her more than they like me. So now when I post stuff, I got to have her involved. She gets oh, at least five pieces of content a day. Uh, nice. <laughs> That's so cute, man. And then this is, uh, this is Donald Philp. Um, we've been working together for two years. He came from Vienna, Austria. I don't know if you want to give them oh, a quick yeah. introduction. No, I, yeah, I came from Vienna, Austria. Grew up over there. You know, over there, every kid does music. Everybody plays piano because Mozart was born there, all the classical composers. So it's not really a special thing to do music over there. But then once I came to the U.S., I realized, oh, wow, like this is actually a thing that's like special. And um, you can actually make a living with it. So uh, I came here, went to Berklee School of Music, about to graduate from there and then i'm just working in la wow wow that's great and i know you play a lot of instruments too right we were talking about that earlier how many instruments you play guitar what else yeah i mean piano is probably my main instrument just because i grew up playing i went to the conservatory back home played jazz piano classical piano all that stuff and then um i i dove into guitar drums you know a little bit of like trumpet and saxophone um i sing if it's the right time for it. So um, I do it all, whatever the room needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. And then, and then Riley, what have you, what have you been up to now? What the two of you, what have you been, have you, I think you, I saw that you were working actually with a couple Instagram people that are also singers and things like that. Is that right? Yeah. So we, we do deal with a lot of influencers. There's so many sides to the music business. On one hand, we're working with the major labels on placements. He's very connected through Berkeley in the pop world, actually. And I'm very connected in the urban side. And so we've just been getting in rooms and creating records and trying to get on major albums, whether it's Megan Thee Stallion, whether it's um, Cardi B, whoever it is. Like, we're just trying to submit songs constantly. That's just part of the grind. But outside of that, we deal with a lot of social media influencers. And right now, a lot of influencers are using their platform to do music. So we've kind of become the go-to guys for these influencers. And that's what's been helping me build my following and, um, and him as well. And also just getting our network and, and helping us understand what's hot, what's new right now. Because the whole industry is changing. And... And um, so it's, it's kind of been giving us some information that's very valuable that even carries over into the record label side. 
Right, right. Like what is changing right now? There's got to be a lot of things happening just because of COVID, not being able to go out, I mean, to these concerts. I mean, what in an elevator pitch, what's your theory on things? Well, I think right now, uh, nobody really knows. Um, it's the game changes so fast. And before we used to just have radio, television, and that was how you promoted your music. Now you have Tidal, you have Spotify, you have Apple Music. Um, I have a friend of mine that I worked with that he was honestly, I'm not going to say nobody, but he was pretty close to nobody. Like nobody knew who he was. And he did a song and he promoted it on TikTok every day. He became the number one song on TikTok. Right now, his song is at about 25 million um, on Spotify because TikTok numbers translate to Spotify. And he's quit his job. He's doing music full time right now. He's a household name on TikTok. He released a new song called Drugs. It's doing very well. And he's done this all by himself without a label, without anything. So we're in the day where you don't necessarily need a label to blow up and go yeah. viral. And um, I think right now everyone's looking for the answer. What is the right way to do things? You know, because the record labels are like, we've always done it this way. We've already, always put a million dollars into this radio campaign and a million dollars into this. But now we're seeing kids go viral off one dance video that everyone just wants to do that dance. So everything is kind of like, what 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 is the way to do it? Well, I mean, I don't know. Tyler, you have a, I was going to say you have an interesting point because I was actually going to ask about TikTok because I know TikTok is uh, almost the, the biggest mover in new music now. Like it, you're finding the hottest uh, tracks through, through TikTok. And I don't know, a couple of years ago, it was like SoundCloud. That's where you found the next hottest you know, track. That's where you know, they're coming up. I was working for Live Nation pre-COVID and we had a small room that held like 300 people and it was night after night soundcloud rappers as we would call them and they were just dedicated following and then two years later they would play on our main stage because they just blew up and now they're you know putting a thousand people in the crowd and um and you know they just they had no management they had nothing they were doing it all themselves and you know that makes it a little more difficult on on the back end for the um uh talent uh, all that they're having to deal with the, the artists themselves and yeah they may not have their shit together but they can you know put out some good music but i guess my long-winded question is you know tiktok's the hot thing now soundcloud was before um things are moving much quicker now like the the yeah. shelf life is going much faster like what what do you think or what is out there that you know can move the needle in the future I honestly think it's TikTok right now. And um, TikTok is, the, the, the reason why TikTok is successful is because, and trust me, everyone's trying to copy it. Instagram came out with reels, it's just not the same. You know what I mean? You don't, when you go to Instagram, you don't wanna have to click on a whole different thing to watch reels. TikTok is just TikTok, that's all they do. But what TikTok did is they gave music value. So in the bottom right corner, there's a spinning CD. And when you click on that, everyone who used that sound, it has their video up. So if you make a sound, like let's say you're, let's say I'm just making a beat and I, and I say, hey, do with this if you've got bars. Or let's say I just made a song and I said, do a dance to this. If, or maybe you don't even have to ask them. Maybe they, somebody just hears it, does a dope dance to it. It goes viral. Now everybody copies that dance. Now all of a sudden, everyone wants to hear that. They hear that song so much every day. Like when you go through a feed, if something's viral, you'll hear one song 30 times in 10 minutes because you're scrolling. Mac after uh, the cranberry juice. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how things are going viral right now. And it's unstoppable. You can't stop it because it's the people that run it. And, and it's funny too. There's so many funny ones, man. I got one yeah. that I saw where the guy walks out of, uh, you know, the guy walks, the girl walks out, and then the guy walks out, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yo, whoa!" And he starts doing them rap, and it's just hysterical. And I said, "I could do that." And if I copy him, then it gets copied and copied yeah. and copied, right? So, and then your numbers get attached to their numbers, correct? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I mean, we all saw how, you know, TikTok took over the game of music within a matter of like two months. Wow. Like if you look at the top 10 right now or even six months ago, the top 10 songs in the world are all TikTok songs, all songs that blew up through TikTok. People did dances to it. People saw the process on TikTok, whatever the case is. Um, it's like connected like that. And it even got to a point where on the one hand, you have people who went viral on TikTok getting major label deals as like artists do usually the same exact way. And on the other hand, um, you have like labels are looking for TikTok songs. Like when we get a lot of briefs for like artists, whatever we work on, placement opportunities, labels are really looking for briefs regarding TikTok songs. And they have specifics. They want it to be danceable. They want a weird sound in there, you know, that makes like the drop special or something like that. They want like a funny little sound in there, whatever the case is. But um, it's really gotten to that point where labels had to adapt to that and really look at TikTok as the future. Wow, wow, that is absolutely insane. I, but I, it's not always going to be like this. There's somebody because, else come around the corner. There's somebody right on their ass right now. You know. You, you know. Well, no, not even that. What's going to happen is, all of a sudden, you're going to have Ariana Grande mm -hmm. and Beyonce and all these people paying for TikTok ads. Now, just like in television, how much does it cost to get a Super Bowl commercial? A million? Yeah. Couple million? About, yeah. Maybe this year it's a little less because everyone's pulling out, but right. yeah. But you know what I mean though. Yeah. Uh, exactly. once once the big corporations and the big artists start paying, we're not gonna be able to right now you can go on Instagram, you can go on TikTok, you can pay for ads and promote your music and accidentally go viral. That's not gonna be that's probably we've got a two year window before that ends. I, it's I like believe. um Facebook ads. Like it used to actually uh, anyone could you know, pay that ad and actually get real, um, I guess, you know, clicks out of it. Now, if you're not, you know, everyone else is, you know, basically bidding against you because they're all putting their Facebook ads out there. And so like, if you don't really put, you know, major money behind a Facebook ad, it's not going to have any real reach because yep. the ones that are paying more are going to basically, you know, push yours, you know, further and further, get less and less and, and your mm -hmm. dollar doesn't go there. So I can definitely see, you know, basically once corporate America takes it over, it's going to be, you know, no different than your TV show or, or radio mm -hmm. ad or whatever it is. Interesting. But who knows what's coming after TikTok? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, but the thing is, you can always move your audience from one format to the next. That's why I'm always promoting all Snapchat, TikTok. That right now there's YouTube shorts. I don't know if you guys are into YouTube yeah, yeah. shorts. Yeah. But YouTube shorts is basically... TikTok for YouTube. And um, I think people's attention spans are getting shorter. And, um, okay, Lily, you got to sit. You got to relax. We lost the dog. <laughs> hey, I'm bored with this shit. Yeah. In, I saw her whispering into Donald's ear, like, hey, oh, yeah, she was, she was like, let me get out of here. And really on the jacket. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Well, I knew, uh, um, there's a, a company that I follow, and they say any new platform that comes out, they immediately get on it. They start, you know, using it and embracing it. And if it doesn't end up becoming something, oh, well. But they yeah. add it to their portfolio every time because if it ends up being a hit, they want to be in early and, you know, get it before, to your point, corporations start getting in and it gets diluted and it's harder to find stuff. You know, similar, you, know you know, Instagram, it used to be way easier to be, you know, to gain followers and things like that. Now you actually have to like, really work to get those followers because oh, there's so about many people out there that are doing the same thing. Yeah, there's so much good content out there. Right now, I think that the best ones to grow on is YouTube Shorts because they're really trying to push you viral mm -hmm. um, to show people that it's it's dope. And mm -hmm. then uh, LinkedIn changed everything. Like LinkedIn yep. switched everything up now. You can like target certain audience, but that's a different thing but it but they've switched their whole site up yeah. to adapt 
and um and obviously tiktok there's a there's a site called triller that's kind of like tiktok but it's more geared towards making quality music videos and putting them up there's likey um they're really trying triller is is trying to take like the top tiktokers and pay them to come over to promote their site it's it's doing well i don't know exactly how well it's doing but it's definitely not tiktok um but i mean there's so many new sites out there it's just hard to stay on top of them because they keep popping up have you guys heard of any that are that are coming out i mean honestly i mean i i put my head towards more in the advertising world what i you know what i've been paying i mean this is great i got a new social media girl that's been working with nicola angelos who i did the smoking jacket with and everything with uh with her brand uh shag bag um and it's at get shag with uh on ig but uh you know, it's we've been trying to pay attention to TikTok too. So I've been saying that we need to get on there. But I think for me, the messaging has to also be about advertising. But I, I think what's happening with myself is that we're getting a little bit more into the experiential world, and and people are going to want to go nuts when when we can go out and play again, right? I mean, people oh. people want to have experiences. They really, really do. I mean, they're just like because I mean. Things like TikTok is an experience. They're like people are setting up these scenes and there's dances and you know and and uh, just their backgrounds and everybody's being played out like an individual little mini play, right? Or a musical yeah. or whatever it yeah. might be, you know. And there's some great comedy. There's some fantastic dancing. I mean, some great oh, yeah. things on there, you know. So uh, if I was a dancer, which I am. But um, <laughs> I would put myself. That's why I, I want to mimic this guy. But yeah, I think another area. I've seen you at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You've seen me. You know, another area that's yep. picking up too. I think that's going to be huge that I'm seeing in my industry is uh, augmented reality. Okay. So, you know, augmented reality is a really big area because, um, you know, imagine if you were, um, let's say you're talking about the Budweiser truck and he's got the horses, the Bud horses on the side of the truck. If you made that a QR code, the whole side, if you did a, a, an AR app and we took the horses and created them running, you could actually, while you're driving down the street, you know, while the bus is a moving billboard, the kids in the backseat or the wife is you're driving and you hold up your phone within, and all of a sudden you see the horses running across the truck. Yeah. Oh, through your phone. Through yeah. your phone, right? Wow. But, but the glasses now, Bose has a pair of glasses that are 200 bucks. There's, they're no different than these glasses by Caddis. And they're, they're, they're just, you know, you can put them on and then you're in the virtual world. It's crazy. Really? You know oh, what I, I mean, talking, like, huh? uh, I was just saying, I was talking to someone cause you know, we were talking about concerts and, you yeah. know, working for live nation, I was at concerts, you know, almost daily. And, you know, everything, everything stopped. And then the virtual world kind of picked up more. Um, but it's not the same. It's not the same for the artists. They're performing to nobody. So they're not going to feel the crowd. And then the audience gets to see it. But again, you're, it's, it's just a different vibe. Yeah, you get to see your band perform live or your artists perform live, but you don't have that energy that's in the building. And I really think that live will still be there. It'll always be there. You know, just like the more we can do with Zooms is great, yeah. but the in-person still needs to happen too. It's yeah. not going to completely replace it. It's going to uh, enhance what we can do and our capabilities uh, to drive it. What I think where the virtual concerts will really pick up is when the technology picks up. And what needs to yeah. happen is I'm going to put on glasses. I'm going to put on a headset and I'm going to be in my you don't need You don't need the headset anymore. Now with the Bose well, glasses, they're already built in right in here. They're, I mean, my my buddy, and they have a voice speaker. So my buddy does all his meetings with his AR glasses, a director I work with. And when he talks, his mic is in this thing and his, uh, he's got his hearing right here. They're so what, but basically what you need, you just need something that allows you to, to see into something yep. and hear what, what's coming out. Yep. And I think what will change is it's no longer going to be the the individual just watching it at home and having no interaction what it's going to be is the artist will perform with a giant screen that can mm. see everybody who signs in or or 
you know, enough people to sign in and they can see people. That's your front row. Everyone mm -hmm. else will have the goggles on. And when they look out, they're going to see the stage. And when they turn their head, they're going to see other people placed yeah. into it. Security. And, basic, and basic, yeah. And, and so you're literally going to feel like you're at the spot. You're going to hear everything. And now you feel like you're actually interacting with people because you see other audience members there and you get there. And then to Scope's point, they have a microphone. So when they scream, you'll hear their screaming. You'll hear, you know, the conversation going. Uh, that's the, cool. the artist will hear it as well. So you'll get that reaction, that gratification, you know, that I think with what's going on now in the virtual world is they're not getting it. They're literally just performing to a soundstage. It's no different than, you know, doing a music video, basically. You know, like I just did a presentation. I had an agency call me. They specialize in restaurants and that's, and they're architectural on everything. They called me and said, we need to talk to you about augmented reality. They said the restaurant business is changing overnight because of what's happened. And more restaurants are being looked at, like, how do we build our restaurants so it's more outdoors for the future? So that if this happens again, we don't have to shut down, right? So how are heaters built into the walls? How are heaters, I mean, into the ceilings? How does that work, right? And and literally, they said that people, like, if, imagine this. If you, you know, guys know Mastro's, one of the best steakhouses yeah. in Beverly Hills. Imagine if Masters had an AR app. Let's say that people don't want to go to Masters because they're a little concerned about still because of COVID. They just they become a little germ germophobic, right? So they you can go to Master. Masters will deliver your cocktails, your martinis, everything, your glasses, everything you want. They deliver it to your house. Then you put on your glasses and you tap into the app. And the next thing you know, you're in Masters having dinner. Listen, and you can see everybody around you. you. See everybody around you that's doing the same thing. And that's incredible because if I go to Masters, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing who's around. Yeah, I yeah. might even go to the bar and grab a drink yeah. Yeah. and see what's over there. You know, yeah. so yeah. it's it's definitely part of the experience. It's, they're, it's, they're ballers. Most of the people are going there got some money, you know, because they can afford to spend you know two hundred fifty dollars on a night out. That's what it costs to go to Masters. A buck. So you can network while you're there too. You can network. You can be on a chat. You can be anything. Right now, I'm looking at this article, right, that came out, and you guys can't. Yeah, we read can't it. see that scope. But it said, yeah, I know. <laughs> Here, why don't you read it? Okay, I, I, you done? Um, right. said, <laughs> worldwide spending is going to be for virtual reality and VRs forecasted to accelerate a pandemic growth from just over 12 billion this year to 72.8 billion by 2024. Mm. So that's a that's a big area. So that's an area like, you know, and this is comes from a heavy, you know, like a really legit, you know, tech magazine that, you know, I pay attention to. So. I, I think experiences and, uh, you know, we brought, we just brought out the uh, museum. We took the museum out of the, out of the museum and put it in like in the park in Grand Park when I just did this really cool um, art installation for the Chicago seven trial for Netflix. It was a huge success. So it was over a span of like a full two blocks and, and people could go and, um, and see the nine foot by five foot photographs that were, perfectly positioned where that actual photographer, they were getting museum photos where they could watch the actual, they could see, and then they could hit a QR code and the QR code then gave them the download of a podcast that we did. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. So you could walk the park and experience this like museum, like no different than any place, you, you know, you've been like the places where you, you want to hear the history and they put it on. Like, I don't know if you ever, yeah, went, yeah. If you ever go to Pearl Harbor, that's a pretty amazing one. Right. And they, you put on the headsets. It's insane. You put on the headsets, and then you hear about every all the different battles and everything, and the ships and what happened in that. It's crazy. So, but now you got the visual aspect of it too, which you wouldn't want to see it for that, of course. But you know, for a band and everything, it would be. Yeah. Is it similar to like what Oculus is doing with NBA games? Yep. 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 Have you guys tried that? I haven't. No. I was so I wanted to do it so bad. I just still haven't got into the VR world. I have a PlayStation, but I didn't get the VR version. I wanted to do the Oculus, but with the NBA games, but I never tried it. I haven't even dove into this world yet. 
Yeah, I'm very curious about it, though. I think the AR world is a better world because even like Franny said, with the band, if you go, if you even, if you went to go see a band in a blank, like green screen room or a blank, you know, any room, you could, you could put on the glasses and you could be in a, in a world of, uh, of, you can be in like a cartoon world with the band playing, you know, like, like with Gwen Stefani, her outfits are always crazy and you could be in this room where everybody's like, just dressed up like insane, you know? Have you ever done it where you've raced, have you ever gone to a race car or an augmented reality or a VR place where you've played the games? And I did a road racing one and all of a sudden I put on the goggles and I sat down and the suit went on me and the gloves and the, I looked down, I got the whole racing suit on me and then I'm driving, it was crazy. They got a place <laughs> it is nuts. It, it's nuts, you know? It's only gonna get better because we're only gonna wind up being more entertained on the big screen in our own home, so. Yeah. You know, so that's what I, but I love hearing the side from the music side and the branding side of, of TikTok and that, where you guys, because you're a younger generation now, and, and, and there's a younger generation coming up even below you, you know? There's like, yeah, there's like Donald's 21, there's a younger generation coming under him now. Yeah, so tell me, you know? about, tell me about your hits. You were mentioning in an earlier conversation that, you know, you, 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 you're, you're, Gained 20,000 followers overnight, practically, in the last six, seven months, it seems like. And, and it's yeah. your followers that are following you from all over the world, from Russia, from Chile, from wherever. Tell us about that. Yeah, so basically what I learned was how to interact with the fans. Because these same fans that are in South America, Russia, France, like all over the world, they are the reason why all these influencers have so much clout they have so many followers like they these are dedicated fans that love them and i wanted to figure out what is it that i can do to get their attention and then so what i did is the first time that i had an opportunity to gain followers is when we worked with an artist his name's peyton mormeyer he has almost five million followers so when we work on the music, we'll do a post and then he'll repost me and Donald and the fans will see it and they'll want to follow us because they're like, oh, this is one step closer to Peyton. And so now we've gained these followers, but we didn't really interact with them. We just kind of accepted their follow. So then the next session came around a few months later, but this time I did something different. Every single person that followed me, I followed back and I messaged and I started talking to every, it took me, I'm not even kidding, six hours a day for, I would say a few weeks, right. every day responding to fans. And what that did is they got so excited that they were actually being noticed that they would take my response and repost on their timeline that, that, that I followed them. So all their follow, followers would see that I followed them and they would be like, wait, somebody notices us? We need to go follow him so right. I can get a follow back. Right. And it just blossomed. And the first session, I got 500 followers. The second session, in a matter of weeks, I went from 5,000 to about 15,000. Now I'm at 20,000. And I just keep doing it. And I just keep following back, but now I've reached a limit. Instagram has a limit of 7,500 people you can follow. So now I've maxed that out. But I do Zoom calls, I do lives. Like I was on live right before this, just getting on and talking. And they really just want to be appreciated and noticed. Well, you're also maybe and find another artist too. Who knows? Exactly, exactly. Right, I mean, but yeah. But it, it also made it interesting for me because before social media was a little bit boring for me because we live in L.A. where people don't really support each other. You know, like you put something up, people will look at it and just keep scrolling. These fans, if they see something, they're going to like it. They're going to comment. They're going to repost. So I care about them more than my immediate friends now. And I've switched from being a personal thing to straight uh caring about the fans that care about me and if i can give them what they want they're going to give me what i want and they're going to give me a reason to keep going on there and now when i need to do something if i need to drop merchandise or if i need to drop a song 
now I have a fan base that can actually put that out there for me yeah, yeah, yeah. to where before I didn't have that. And so it, it kind of works both ways. I'm giving them value because they're being noticed and I post them all over my timeline. So Peyton, who we work with, if he goes through my timeline, he's going to see their face yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. all they care about. You know, they want to be noticed. So it's been really cool. It's been an amazing experience and I've grown my TikTok's even up to 20,000 now. Wow. Um, my Snapchat is booming. My, I'm about to get on YouTube shorts and start a YouTube channel um and i'm just keeping it moving but then when it comes to like linkedin obviously they don't really translate over there so every social is different but yeah. for the like really young based socials they're all over it yeah so it's, uh, it's been cool that's great and donna what about you what do you feel like uh, i mean what what do you to your success i mean how, how did you guys hook up i forgot to ask that online Okay. Online, we, we started working on some projects and we were just really vibing with each other. And then um, we just saw the benefit on both sides. Uh, um, were mean, you in I, Austria at the time? Were you in uh, Austria? Yeah, at first, at first I was, but I was definitely trying to get a foot in the door out here. And I was, you know, looking for someone to kind of look out for me and, you know, show me sides of the business that I obviously didn't know. Because, um, I mean, all I had was the music. I obviously had no idea on how the American market works, how music works nowadays, you know, like things in Europe are a little behind on in certain aspects of like social media and all that. So, um, you know, it was great to just connect and get a foot in the door. And then I would just try to be out here as much as possible. Anytime I had a chance, even holidays, Christmas, spring break, whatever it was, I would come out to LA, we'd get in the studio, and every time I'd leave with a new bunch of songs and a lot of new connections. So it really just built up from zero to 100, basically. That's great. And you get uh, right off uh, Riley's coattails after getting... <laughs> no, it's, it's nice because, you know, as you get old, you get your ass kicked several times in life. Oh, and yeah. In business, in life. I mean, how much have you learned, Riley, since you've been doing this since 17, 18 years old? It's unreal. It's unreal. Right. And I, and I made it a goal of mine to to explain to Donald the mistakes that I've made right. and to show him the mistakes. I've made mistakes in front of his face that he's seen yeah. um, with people that I've dealt with. And, you know, I think the fact that he's able to see that, like I've watched Donald go from here to just like he's past me now. Like he's flying. He's on the moon and um, he's got the attention from labels like major labels major producers major publishing companies um he's popping right now and uh it's because he was dedicated he listened and he focused and he's a hard worker um and and he put in the work to get it done and um and man i'm just i'm really happy to to see where he's going and where he's about to go appreciate it so where are you what's going on what kind of music is uh you know what's uh what do you have going on right now that you can talk about? I mean, really what I don't really want to mention too many names before anything is, you know, official, but there's some great things in the works. But um, in general, what I can say is, um, I mean, I will say that Berkeley definitely gave me a lot of those connections. Yeah. And um, there's really no shortcuts to this. Obviously, you know, we work in an industry that's based on, you know, clout and fame, and followers and money and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the music still wins. So Every time. Uh, as long as you stay true to that, you can make some big moves. And for me, it was always, I think, the balance between school and Berkeley and coming out here, meeting people and seeing how it actually works instead of what you learn in the books was was the crucial part. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's there's insanely talented people all over the world in all types of schools, but you just need the real-life experience to see what actually matters, what people are really looking for, and just to get the vibe, you know? Like, you can have as much mm -hmm. talent as you want in the studio, but if the vibe isn't right, if somebody doesn't know to move quick or to, you know, make the right decisions and the right timing, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm curious, guys. I love, uh, like, discovering new artists. I love new music, like, that kind of a thing. And I love finding artists that are like on the rise, you know, kind of that underground unknown. And then, you know, a year or two, you know, even five years later, they're like blowing up. What are, what are some artists or that you've seen that, you know, people should, you know, kind of keep the pulse on? 
Um, honestly, right now, Peyton Mormeyer. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's well known as an influencer, but as a musician, he's he's just starting. And he's I kind of look at him as like, imagine if Kurt Cobain did pop rock. You know what I mean? In he's, 2021. Yeah, in 2021. And that's kind of the direction we're taking him. I think right now, rock music is on its way back. 90s rock and early 2000 rock, you guys know that vibe. Great music. It's coming back strong. We right know now. it, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you look at like uh, like Travis Barker, who was in Blink-182. Yeah. He, love, yeah. He has Machine Gun Kelly now. Yeah, he has Jaden, who's an influencer that turned rock star. Yeah. Um, and we're hoping to collaborate with him with our artist. We have an artist named L Dan Jean, and she is, if I had to explain it, she's like a, she's like a modern day female Blink-182, Paramore, Avril Lavigne, 2021. Um, we're doing a lot of rock-based stuff right now. We believe that the rock thing is coming back strong. So we're interested in people doing that. We're still doing a lot of hip hop. We're still doing pop. But we strongly believe that this rock thing is coming back. And so we've been focused on that. So I'll send you guys links to L, who we're producing. I'll send you links to Peyton Moormeyer. Yeah, we'd love to see it. Um, I mean, we could put it in the, I, I don't know, Freddie, can we yeah. put it in the? Uh... Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll give them tags when we post stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That would be you know anything like that riley i mean and then i think also for anybody that does watch us and that and, and and please pass it along i think it's really important i love what you're doing with other artists so i mean i know you're open to have talking to people and talking to these kids and trying to find people that you could really vibe with and work with so i think it's awesome what you were doing what you're doing now and what you're continuing to do because you're going to find great artists like these two artists like i can't even wait to hear them honestly yeah, I, I'll send you. I'll send you the direct links because um, you won't be able to really find any of our music on them right now. Right. Peyton has some songs out. Like he's doing pretty good numbers. He's got eight million on one song. He's got you know two three million on another on Spotify. Um, but he those are his starting records. Now he's just now getting a deal. I'm not sure if he's signed yet or not, or if he's still looking. But he's at that transition where it's getting serious. Like now it's go time. He's only 17. He'll be 18 soon. And Elle is only 19. Um, she's got a lot of buzz. Tra she works with Travis Barker's camp. Um, she's, she was in a group with Travis Barker's daughter. Like, you know, these guys, they're all on the rise and they're all coming up. But yeah, we'll send you their links and, and definitely let us know what you think because I'm curious. You know, you you grew up with that stuff, so I'm curious yeah. what your thought would be with the modern twist on it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm super excited. I guess the only way for me to make is maybe dress up as Boda and uh, be able to, you know, fake everybody out that I'm the 21 year old under the suit, right? Hey, the mayor's still in the house. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap up, I got to ask you. So tell us about. Um, so uh, I did want to mention, you know, Tommy Harkey, who you, you know, met, he had the wetsuit on and he played, wetsuit. And he did our podcast. Yeah. He was like that our fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck guy. Guy. <laughs> hey, what a guy. Get him out of here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was so good. We love him to death, but he's now in a band. I mean, he's been producing a band called Federal AB. So you got to check them out. 100%. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, he went into a uh, church then and he saw a guy singing uh, Compton, I believe it was, and singing mm -hmm. gospel. And then he went up, he was blown away. And now they formed a band and he's producing it and he's playing in some of the music. And I mean, he's he just they just dropped their first single. So check them out. Are on all the musicians church guys? Yeah. Wow. That's where the, that's where it comes from. That's where it yeah. comes from. Yeah, he literally just like he had uh, he wrote a song he wrote it first but he's like i can't hit these notes it needs to be someone that can like sing gospel and he went into the church asked them like hey do you know who can sing gospel and they're like oh go check this guy out and then messaged the guy and he he absolutely nailed it like wow yeah yeah i mean really amazing mix of people and everything um which brings me now to uh tj tell us about i i didn't get the chance to tell about tj who you know, was on the show with us that time, uh, Riley and yeah, TJ, TJ's he's taken off right now. Like since we last talked, 
obviously we were more focused on music yeah but he started like broadening his horizons and he started getting into like design and things like that and um as you know he he his uh fiance now is Kui rice which is jerry rice's daughter so one day we were at the house chilling and he thought of an idea um called goat fuel and basically he's like jerry rice is the goat well now tom brady's the goat but at the time jerry rice was the goat of yeah. all sports him yeah. wayne gretzky like he's in that category yeah. so he said let me make an energy drink call it goat fuel present it to jerry see what he thinks and go from there so i was like thinking to myself maybe that's just another idea that'll fall off the cliff like everybody else has ideas he executed he made the design created the can presented it to jerry jerry was all in they became partners now the company is probably worth four or five million wow. he's um they've all the rookies from the nfl of this last year were promoting it he has uh nba stars right now that are getting behind it um jerry rice is going nuts on this thing he if you look at jerry rice's instagram it's all yeah. goat fuel yeah yeah yeah. he I wears goat fuel suits yeah. like and he's just going bananas now tj's doing well he just bought a house in texas he's about yeah. to move to texas yeah and he's doing this full time with his fiance and he's happier than he's ever been That's and good. it was execution I, I love it because he put I looked him up just on the, and he's got a, he's got the beard going he's got the he's got the uh, hair knit on the beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never seen that before. So Freddie, you got to get a hair net for that beard next time we're on, uh, I know. on each other. That you beard know? is elite. But, get in there. Let's get in there. Uh, I'm really happy. I mean, I'm happy for Tommy. I'm happy for you and and uh, Donald. I mean, it's like um you know, Freddie and I've been having a lot of fun with our show. Now we're getting some really good uh, folks on. We just uh, we just had Tiki Tony on, which you guys got to fi follow Tiki Tony. You guys will love it. We just had on uh, Nick from Bayside. Um, okay. He's Bayside's been around how many years? Twenty years now. Uh, yeah, this was their twenty supposed to be their twentieth year, uh, and they were going to do a big old tour. Funny enough, it was called uh, uh, Bad Luck Tour. Because they have a song called Bad Luck. Yeah. And what do you know? The tour gets canceled uh, with some bad oh. luck. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Put it and in the universe. Another, and before I, and there's another kid out here I want to introduce you to. Uh, the, his name is uh, Danny Olson. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's on Instagram. And he's uh, uh, he went to Indiana for music, which is Indiana University, which is a great school to go to. Um, I want to introduce you. He's a Chicago boy. And he's yeah. Beautiful stuff, you know, I mean, insane stuff. So you guys should hook up and uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's it. I just, we're always open to building the team strong. We just look for good people. You yeah. know, we still believe there's good people in this industry yeah. um, that can just work and, and, and actually show love back to each other. That's what we're looking for. If we can find good people that have talent, we're all yeah. about it. Did you know, you know, Maurice, you met, do you know Maurice from school at all, Donald? Uh, Maurice, uh, remember he came through. I don't know if you met him though. I don't know if you were I don't here think I met him, but yeah, I've, I've, I've heard him for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's at Berkeley and he's a good musician. I see like Franny is uh, really kicking some ass now. Her music is, you know, she's just like, you know, pushing it hard. I got to mention her that she needs to become a rock and roller now. Yeah. Look, let's set up another session, you know, have them both come through and let's just set up another session. Yeah, we'll do. Well, all right, Freddie, anything else? I mean, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. This was awesome. I love hearing, you know, talking shop and learning some new things. Definitely going to echo what Scope's saying. Got to check out some new artists and, um, you know, see what's out there. And I think, uh, Scope, we need to strategize on our social media game. I think, you know, something you mentioned was uh, LinkedIn, I think, could be a huge avenue to really yeah. push your your marketing side, your you know advertising and all that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we're, the we're, other channels are promoting the experiential side, the stuff that you're doing with these companies. Um, and I think it could marry it out. Like these traditional you know social medias are for the end user to see what you're doing. Yeah. Whereas LinkedIn can be for the business side to yeah. um, see it and it all mesh and, and seamlessly. So 
um, you know, th th I think this was definitely a, a, a fun one to hear and help us out too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and on one last note, as far as social media goes, content, 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 and stream it on all platforms. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you have one YouTube video, this YouTube video right here, you got a YouTube video and you got at least 10 YouTube shorts out of this one video. You got at least 10 TikToks out of this one video. You got at least 10 Instagram posts out of this one video. Just content, content, content. Yep, yep. That's all I've been trying to do. It's hard. It's a lot of hard work, but it's been working. So, Well, get yep. ready, Schofield's followers. You're going to get hit hard with a lot of content thanks to Riley. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Riley, I hope to hire you to be my social media uh, you know, guru. So, Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, definitely. And I'll, I'll give you a call back, uh, you know, in the next day or two. And, and when are we going to drop this? Uh, uh, we're going to drop this on Monday or Tuesday, right? Monday or Tuesday this week. Yep. Yep. So we'll I'll post it. So let me know. Yeah, we'll tell you guys. Donald, thank you so much. And uh, Lula, love you. <laughs> Lula. <laughs> Real quick, though, Scope, uh, where, can we, where can people find you guys on, on social? Uh, for me, it's Riley Yurick, R-I-L-E-Y-U-R-I-C-K, on all platforms. Yep, for me, it's uh, Donald Philp. Donald and then P-H-I-L-P. Awesome. Not Philip. Not yeah. Philp. 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 Got it. Yep. Check Whoa, Freddie, we're back, everyone. Wow. Oh, man. That was, that was, a, that was a fun one. I mean, um, having Riley and uh, Tempo on before... I mean, I yeah. love hearing about music and um, what's what's so interesting is I feel like his advice and, and what we talked about can translate to any business. It, Absolutely. It's it's just this new digital age that we're in and being on top of it and at the forefront and you just got to apply it to to your industry. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about like every aspect of it. You name it, you know, like it, it has to be, you know, it has to be. um we just got to be all over it. I mean, it's just like, if you're going to get noticed and you know, you're going to have to get noticed. We're doing a, uh, by, but through social, um, cool. uh, we're doing a really fun, as you know, you'll be there. We're going to be doing the Lunetto deal and just the conversation with the restaurant. It's not about like, uh, uh, the restaurant chains with the ad agency. It's not just about like being a, the guy that is, uh, doing some experiential stuff. It's about listening what, how people want to be entertained right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for me doing a test drive for what we're going to do for our our own pop-up lunetta will easily translate to what we will do in the future with other businesses yeah absolutely it's no longer just um you just need a meal you're just there to grab this you're just it's the entire experience from the minute you walk in the door and i think um you know calling back to the tiki tony episode it's like Disneyland, like Disneyland thinks about everything. The way they set up their lines is so that you're not just going through some little industrial line and then, oh, you're on the ride. The entire line is part of your experience. It's part of the ride. They put just as much detail in the line queue as they do in the ride. And that's the magic of Disney. Um, cast members, they have to use back doors to get around the park because he didn't want someone from Tomorrowland to be out of place in Frontierland because the, the vibe isn't the same. And I think for restaurants, for bars, for retail, you know, you name it, the minute they go to the parking lot, that's where your experience starts. Yep. And it's no longer just the product. It's the experience you get while you're there. And the more they can engage in that and the more that they can do, the, the better the experience, the more uh, followers, the more following. And that will, you know, at some point in some way lead to sales and, and repeat customers. Yeah, we did it for the, um, the Chicago 7. We even had arrows designed on the, that we put down, pasted down onto the concrete. And, and it pointed in the direction like one, two, three, four, five, six of the areas that you should go and you could hear the actual events happening right in front of you. I, and I tell you, I wish we would have had augmented reality right then and there because we would have been able to see the actual, like scenes of the movie. 
that would have been right. super cool, right? Right, right. We tied it in, but it was a little bit fast process. And you know what? Um, what we did was fantastic. I'm just looking really forward to um, everything being an experience, like you said. You know, I mean, uh, and and pushing out content, content, content. So yeah, yeah good show, is. good show. We've had some really good guests. He's got twenty thousand followers. Bayside's got fifty thousand. I mean, it's like you know, we're 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 starting to really do well, and I'm super happy about it. So. Thank you, and uh, have a good day off today. Thank you, Scuff. I appreciate it. Before we sign out, do I see a little gray in your beard? Uh, you know, there might be one or two, but <laughs> I pull them out. <laughs> yeah, right. I love that beard, dude. It's man on oh, man. It's coming in. I mean, you know, wearing a mask, you can. It's funny. I joke like I feel like nose and lips are going to be the new sexiest part on a human body. Yeah, because you can't see it. Yeah. So then, you know, when someone finally takes their mask off and you see them, how they look is completely different than what you painted the picture of in your fit, you know, in your mind. Yeah. And so now like noses and lips are going to be attractive to people. Um, but, you know, since we wear masks, you know, at work and everything, like I just keep growing the beard. No one says anything. It, you can't really tell how big it is under my, uh, my mask. So Did they say something at work? No, but I mean, it just, it, because of the mask, it's less of a deterrent for them, you know, to even be like, whoa, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, so I would kill to be able to like grow up here like yours. That's insane. So, well, I have more hair on my head. So that's where the rest of my hair is at. Yep. yep. <laughs> but you just cover it up with a hat anyway. So <laughs> I, I don't even know why I get a haircut <laughs> to be just honest. Buzz it. I, just buzz it. I think I'm going to go back to the buzz because it just, you know, buzz light year. Is I'll, I'll tell my grandson I got Buzz Lightyear going on me. Spend your money on a nice uh, hot shave when you get and get the beard cleaned up, you know, yeah. and then just buzz your own head. Yeah, I think I'm going to have Michael bring over the buzzer tomorrow. Now that I think about it, so well, all right. Well, listen, um, great, great, great uh, day today. Great show. We'll get it out, and then I hope everyone uh, you know has a good listen. We'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, take care, Scott. All right. Bye.